Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford. And I am Kathy Gruber, and we are coming to you on this slightly overcast California day uh, to uh, just go through a couple little topics again today. We thought we'd uh, do some little short ones. And uh, I'm about to go on a big trip. I'll have returned from said big trip by the time this airs. Uh, But uh, we thought we'd talk about travel today and how travel can expand your consciousness, how experiencing different cultures, different areas, heck, different restaurants down the street from your own house uh, Mm -hmm. can help you grow, evolve, and be a better person. So, So, Jason, let me ask you a question. If you could get on a plane and go anywhere, money, safety, not a factor, where would you go? Ah, well, I've only been to like 38 countries in the world, so I've still got a lot <laughs> that I have to cross off. I don't think I can name 38 countries. How did you win? I can't name 38 countries. You can't name 30? Uh, yeah. No, I've been to I've been Maybe. to 40, 48 of the 50 states. I've still got West Virginia and Hawaii to do. Uh, and I've been, yeah, I think it's 38. I, I kind of keep track of the different countries that I've that I've gone to. So over the time I've been, I've been to a lot of different places. There's, um, you know, where would I go and get on a plane right now? Yeah. It's funny and like safety wasn't a problem. Yeah. It kind of, you know, it kind of varies because there's, there's a lot of different, I would, I I would probably say right now, um, South America Mm. someplace because that's, um, that and Antarctica Yes. Are the are the two country or the two continents that I haven't been to um, yet? Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, I, I want to go to you know Peru and some of those places like to Machu Picchu. Yes. Um, but but I've always thought of one trip to where you know I'd go to South Brazil, mm-hmm. you know Sao Paulo, Rio, mm-hmm. and then and then take the little hop down to Antarctica, uh, so that way I could you know cross off. I don't know what there is to do in Antarctica other than look at penguins, but, but, you know, I want to be able to say that I've been there, you know, and it's, it's a, it's cool place. Metallica is the only uh, band who actually has played in Antarctica. So they played on all, all seven continents. Yeah. Wow. So I'm with you. Okay. So I only have also two states to go to. Do you? Okay. Mine is, uh, uh, Delaware. Uh Uh-huh and um oh my god i'm totally blank montana really Which you think i would have been to montana i've been all around montana and i grew up back east so i was all around delaware just never have gone so those are my two states well you yeah. might have been to delaware did you blink when you were driving well i actually called <laughs> this years ago when i started to look at this because someone had posted the which states have you been to and i realized holy shit i've been to like almost all the states um and i called my dad this was years ago when he was still alive and i said so when I was a kid, I'm sure we drove to Delaware, right? And he goes, oh, I don't no. think so, Kath. And I went, no, 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 seriously, we've been to Delaware, right? And he goes, why would we? It's on the other side of the state. Like, if we we're going somewhere, we would just head south. And I went, well, crap. So I've still not been to Delaware. And um, I really, really want to, I mean, next time I'm back, I'm going to drive out of the way to go. And then same thing as you, I've never been anywhere in South America. And yeah. next year, we're planning a trip to Machu Picchu. And oh, you I'm, are? I would, yeah, next September. And then I would love to go to Antarctica. So I've also never been to Asia. So in 2024, it, the trip is going to be Cambodia and Vietnam. Oh, see, and those are I've been I've been I've been all around down there in the southeast. I've been to, you know, Singapore, uh, mm. Malaysia, Thailand, 
but yeah, Cambodia and uh, <clears throat> and uh, Vietnam are still on my list. Well, because I think you just went to the the uh, uh, Cambodian exhibit that we had here in LA yeah. too, right? We went to, we went oh, to that as well. Angkor Wat. Oh, Angkor it was Wat. so imp it was so incredible. I've always wanted to go there, and it's like you know, plan the trip then. And that's going to be one of those like you need tours. You that's going to be a yeah. lot of planning. So um, uh, Eric's mom is actually we were talking to her about how we want to go to Machu Picchu and she was planning on going anyway. So she's got some sort of a group together. So we're all going to mm. go with her next year. So that'll be really fun. Fun. Well, what what's, you... what, well, I was going to say, what's funny too, is one of my friends from high school, just this last month, you know, he posted, Hey, you know, I'm in West Virginia. That's the, my last state. Oh. And I'm like, really? It's like, I've got two left Hawaii and West Virginia. He's like, those were my last two as well. We went to Hawaii last year and West Virginia this year. So it's like small world. Yeah. Right? Well, and it's most people guess things for when I say I've only got two left, they guess things like, oh, you've probably never been to North Dakota. You've probably never been to Kentucky. You probably, and I'm like speaking, right? I mean, we get mm -hmm. to travel all over the place yeah. with that. And being that I grew up on the East coast, I did all of that. And then driving cross country, I killed off a lot of those flyover states in the middle. And then with speaking, I was just in Nebraska. And mm -hmm. the woman who booked me for that conference said, I bet you've never been in Nebraska. And I said, I was in Nebraska four years ago today, actually doing a sleep conference. So, mm. you know, uh, I love traveling. I've, I've, even as a kid, it, the thought of like experiencing other things. And, you know, we've talked a lot about going for it and stepping outside your comfort zone. And to me, getting to experience, I mean, frankly, even in this country, how other people do things, right? How the sensibilities and the foods and the customs and the traditions. And when I went to Cuba, when I went to the Middle East, when I went to South Africa, you know, experiencing other people just living their daily life. You know, I just want to sit there and like watch for a while, not a long time. I want to experience the things too, but, but it's like to observe just other cultures to me is one of the most consciousness expanding things that you can do. What's been your most unique experience when you travel? Well, I think I think because I, I like to travel a little differently. So because mm. <clears throat> actually what you were talking about there the, with the daily life is I like to go down the back alleyways. Right, because <clears throat> there, especially there's there's a lot of places in the world where, you know, they have a huge tourist economy. And so they, they, you know, for, for people that maybe haven't been outside the U.S., right, maybe you've been to Vegas, right? So I'm going to use Vegas kind of as an example, uh -huh. right? You go to Las Vegas, everybody knows the Strip, right? And so up and down the Las Vegas Strip, there is, you know, this out of this world stuff that's there there's been billions of dollars that have been invested into it with the the walkways the buildings oh, the everything is nice and clean and pretty and the way that they want you to experience las vegas as a tourist yep. but if you drive around las vegas you find out there's some very different parts to vegas right there's what they want you to see as a tourist and then there's how people really live yep and so <clears throat> i always love doing that wh wherever i go yeah right and and what's interesting is there's some places where there's a very stark contrast you know yes. like the, like the vegas i mean in the middle east most of the places in the middle east there's kind of this area where they kind of want the tourists to hang out <clears throat> and then you go out a little bit and you see how people actually live 
Yeah. Right. Because, and to me, that is what is, you know, so interesting, even, even in, in, in some places, even like here in the U S you know, back East, right. Cause you grew up back East mm -hmm. and I love going to some of the smaller neighborhoods in places like Boston or New York, uh, right. It's the same thing. And you just see people sitting out on the sidewalk, you know, a couple of old guys just sitting on the corner talking, you know, and, and things like that. And just, just realizing or seeing how people actually live, because it's a lot different than our experience. You know, whether we want to admit it or not, we all kind of grow up in a little bubble. Yeah. Right. Even if we're in a big city, we're kind of in a small neighborhood, we're in a bubble, probably a lot of people in the same socioeconomic, uh, you know, status where we are. Mm -hmm. And so it's easy to forget Absolutely. that there's people living a completely different life. Mm -hmm. I find this now, you know, like you said, it's starting to get overcast, a little cold here in California. I mean, it, that's a big deal for us, right? Because this happens like 30 days a year, like 10% of the year, well, right? Uh, more up here in Santa Barbara, we're overcast a lot. A lot more. A lot of fog and a lot of cloud <clears throat> cover. And yeah. Yeah. So we don't, we have sunshine 330 days a year here in LA. And so you know when when it's winter time for america it always still kind of surprises me you know i'm on the phone talking to somebody and they're like hey how's the weather and it's like hey it's 70 degrees oh really it's like minus three and we've got mm -hmm. three feet of snow and it's like oh yeah there's actually people that are dealing something with snow different. right now something mm -hmm. different yeah yeah that it's i love that you're talking about you know turning that corner right i was on a cruise ship in the caribbean and stopped on saint something saint martin saint something and you know that first two blocks deep is by the shot glasses and the fancy restaurants and the you know the the touristy restaurants the singer frogs and the hooters and the you know that kind of stuff and it's like i don't want to see that mm -hmm. i want to go further and i remember walking just three or four blocks back hanging a left into the shantytown kind of area where it was very <clears throat> teeny little local restaurants and teeny little huts and houses where the people on this island were living and ended up having the best lunch. And you know, most of the people that got off that cruise ship would never have walked back there. <laughs> no, it's no. dangerous, that's creepy, that's scary. You know, to me, it's like, I'm the adventure seeker, right? Same thing when I was in Egypt, going to the pyramids was so incredible and going to the museums was breathtaking. And just as fascinating was being in the car with the driver and driving down just the regular streets and seeing the regular people going to work and the the donkey, you know, with the car you know, the the truck thing on the back with all the hay and the kids sitting on top, but he's got a cell phone, you know. And you're like, whoa, this is like a mix of <laughs> cultures in South Africa driving around through some of these towns. And you know, I sat in the front of everyone else was in the back of the the tour bus, and I was like up in the front, leaning forward with the tour guide, going, "What is that? And tell me about that. And what is that kind of food they're eating?" And he's like, "Why are you asking all these questions?" And I said, "Because when am I going to be back here?" Like I can have KFC in America. I want to experience this culture. I want to experience not only the history of it, because I'm, you know, show me a ruined building and I'm excited, <laughs> you know, or some ancient structure. It's like, woohoo, it's a pillar, yay. Uh, but I also, yeah, I want to experience that culture. I want to know how they're living, how they used to live and what brought them to right now. And, you know, you come back to this country it, with an expanded consciousness and, the news is so great at demonizing other cultures. And when I went to the Middle East, I had, I was going to Jordan, I was going to Egypt, 
Jordan is probably the least Middle East place in the Middle East. Um, but people yeah, are scared yeah. for me. They're like, you're going to get beheaded and you're not going to come back and you're going to get kidnapped and don't call me for ransom. And I, they actually started to scare me to the point where as the plane was landing and it looked just like the Burbank airport, like you seriously didn't know you weren't in Burbank. I expected to see bombs going off in the distance because everybody had no. convinced me that the Middle East was so scary. And it's like, but we're just fueled this, this, this ignorance for, you know, because we're believing what we see on TV and it's not always true. And so I came home with these amazing stories and these incredible experiences um, from just opening up and being, you know, accepting of whatever was going to come from this other culture and this other world. It was really fascinating to me to see how other people were living. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting and even, even a lot closer to home. Right. So I, I was talking to somebody yesterday, Canadian who moved down to Mexico. Oh, right. And um, it's the same thing. You know, a lot of people think about Mexico as, you know, this poor third world country. Yeah. And it's like, folks, it's it's a first world country. There's a hundred and fifty million people that live there. Right. It's yeah. it's almost half the population of the U.S. And I mean, beautiful, new, I mean, very, very uh, modern place, uh -huh. right? I mean, I mean, it, it'd be like people looking at America and going to some place in central Mississippi and looking at a few shacks and saying, oh, well, that's how America is. Right. Yep. It's, it's like, it, it's not that way. And it's interesting, like you said, how many misperceptions, you know, that we get fed okay. about some of these different places in the world, about some of the different people. Um, what they're like. And until you go out and you actually experience it, you, you don't know what's real because right. you're just, you're just relying on somebody else's opinion. You know, like yeah. you said, I mean, all those people telling you about Jordan, oh my gosh, you're going to get beheaded and you're, you're a woman and you're going to have to, you know, you know, wrap up, <laughs> you know, and it, it's not that way at all no. in Jordan. Well, and I just looked it up. Only a third of Americans have a passport. Hmm. And I would venture to say that some of those people only got them because they had to go to Mexico or they were going to Canada because now, you know, we used now to, have to have need it. that. Um, or they went on a cruise to someplace and, you know, maybe it stopped because like even on our Alaskan cruise, we stopped in Canada. So we had to have a, had to have a passport for that. Um, there's been so few people in this country that venture out of their own backyard. Uh, I remember being at a friend's wedding in Pittsburgh and it was the first time grandma had been out of her small town. Mm -hmm. She had never been on a plane. She's never seen the ocean. She, and I'm thinking, how can you, you know, to me, that's living small because I want to experience everything. Um, but I know a lot of people who are fine to never get on a plane and travel anywhere. Well, and cause, cause here in America, we have always been isolated because it's, it's so far. It's, it's yeah. such a big geographic country. Yeah, it is. It's very easy for people to never leave their little town, never leave maybe a 50 mile radius of where they mm -hmm. grew up. And it's, it's interesting, you know, too. again, kind of the culture differences between, you know, here in America versus Europe, right, where yeah. it's like the, the countries are so much smaller and people are moving, moving around all over there. I mean, you go to Europe and it's, it's not uncommon most people speak at least two languages at if least. not three four five different mm -hmm. languages as well right because in and even something like that you know learning another language learning how 
you know, some of the words and, and some of the ways that things are put together can teach you a lot too about different places in the world just opens you up that much more right yeah. and and i think the more that you the more that you do that um the more you realize that a lot of the stuff you're told is just bullshit yeah right absolutely because it's somebody else's opinion it's some stereotype it's some you know whatever you know, for whatever reason that people are telling you, and it's just not true. And the only way that you can know is to actually experience it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, let's, let's take the other side of this. Travel is expensive. Hmm? Travel is a privilege to get to hop on a plane and go, you know, like I said, we're about to head to London and Ireland. And it's a huge privilege that we have the funds to be able to do that there's still a way to experience other cultures. There are so many travel shows on TV, so many videos on YouTube now of, I remember watching, there was a TV show. It was this like 3D remodeling of the Parthenon. And it was showing mm. them how they were rebuilding it and where it came from and what they built and what was under it beforehand. And they had all this you know amazing like CAD 3D modeling of what this would have looked like when the ancient Greeks were there. I almost said ancient Egyptians, that's not right. Ancient Greeks were there. And, you know, it was just so cool to watch and to learn about where we came from and the history of this world. Um, and to your point about it's easier to travel in Europe. Yeah, you hop on a train and you're in another country in two hours. Mm -hmm. You drive for two days and you're still in California. <laughs> people don't <laughs> Literally, know if you go north to south, yeah. Yeah. You know, I've, I've heard overheard people at the airport going, yeah, you know, we're staying in Sacramento, but tomorrow we're going to get up and we'll do San Diego and then we're going to do L.A. And then and I'm like, oh, no, like that is not how that works. <laughs> they thought they were just unless you're hopping on a plane, you're not driving around that. <laughs> yeah, they're like, yeah, we'll do San Francisco and then we'll head to San Diego in the morning. And I'm like, oh, that is not how that works here. No, well, and it's it like you said, there's there's a lot of opportunities, even if you physically can't go. There's a lot of travel shows. There's a lot of documentaries and other stuff about some of these places. You know, I mean, growing up, my mother, uh, you know, she subscribed to National Geographic. Yeah. So as a little kid, you know, part of my, you know, Wanderlust uh, for, for wanting to travel was looking at those National Geographic magazines and seeing some yeah. of these different places. And now having having been able to go to some of those places, it's almost what's what's interesting too is it makes things richer for you when you see those places on TV, right? So, especially because I know you lived here in LA too. I mean, you're kind of familiar with the area. So, if you're watching, you know, a TV show or a movie that's actually based here. Right. And you've that been to and you've been to that place before. You're like, oh, hey, they're on whatever. Right. Street yeah. or oh, there's the whatever. Right. It just kind of brings that to life to you more. And so, again, a lot of those places where I've I've traveled to, even if I'm watching something like that, it, it makes it kind of come to life more sure. uh, because I've been there. But the other the other thought that I had, too, is, you know, yeah, like you said, it's 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 a privilege. We should be grateful, you know, to be able to do that. I mean, my gosh, you know, all the places that I've been in the world, mm -hmm. how grateful I am to have been there. But even if you can't, you don't have a passport, you can't go hop on a plane. There's places even here in the US, right, where you can go and still kind of experience that. 
Absolutely. So as an example here in the LA area, there's a there's a a part of LA where there's the highest concentration of Vietnamese people outside of Vietnam. Well, you want to experience Vietnam without going to Vietnam, you can go hang out there. Mm-hmm. The restaurants, yeah, the people, you're going to hear a Absolutely. bunch of Vietnamese spoken. Um, and so you can still kind of experience some of that stuff, even in some of these big cities. I mean, we have little Ethiopia, there's, yeah. you know, Koreatown, Japantown, Chinatown. Yeah. We went down to Olvera Street one day and walked around with the street vendors and listened to the music. And, you know, there's there's mm-hmm. cultural pockets everywhere. And the other thing I was going to say, if you are privileged enough to travel, share that with people. Like, I remember when I was in Italy and I was there for a conference, but I spent so much extra time because Rome was like so high on my list. And every day I would kind of post what I did that day. You know, like, here's the what I food I had, here are the things I saw. And my ex, not ex at the time, but my ex was like, okay, enough with the pictures of the food. Like, no one cares. Stop posting all these pictures. And I was like, well, then don't look. Like, don't see the pictures don't look. <laughs> And I remember I woke up one morning, of course, with a time difference, and a friend of mine had private messaged me on Facebook, and she said, Kathy, thank you so much for sharing all this. I'm probably, she's older, she's kind of homebound, and she said, you know, I don't get to travel anymore. She said, so every day I wake up, and I get on Facebook, and I go, what are Kathy and I doing today? And she felt like she was with me on this trip. So it's like, if you are somewhere share what you're doing, do a quick little video, share those experiences that you're having, because just that cycles out and makes people, you know, get to live that with you. They get to have a a richer life through you. Yeah. yeah, Cause one of my friends, her and her husband, they're retired and they're doing, I think about a six month trip now in Europe where they're actually going and living, you know, certain places. And then I think they're going to do like some house sitting and other things like that. Right. So that they can, kind of be in a place for a month watching a house or watching pets or whatever, but they can venture out and they're doing that. They actually started a Facebook group and are, and are posting, you know, a a bunch of their, you know, the videos and pictures and other stuff like that. So yeah, you can vicariously, Mm -hmm. right. Kind of, kind of, uh, tag along, which is really fun. I love it. And you can always do, I have relatives that used to do a house swap. They would go to Italy and the person from Italy would go to their place in San Francisco and they would do a house swap. There's a whole organization that handles stuff like that. There are hmm. ways to travel with a budget. I mean, there are ways to work it out so that you don't have to spend thousands of dollars to travel. Uh, you just have to like look for it. You have to get creative with it. So mm-hmm. yay. So everyone go out, travel, experience things. And if you can't, you know, do a Google search, watch some videos of some ancient places or some modern places. You get to experience so much now. The world is literally at our fingertips being online. So, any final thoughts, Jason? <clears throat> No, I think we've we've wrapped it up. I mean, I, I, I know I can tell from personal experience that, you know, again, travel has just opened my mind up so much. Right. Um, in the last few years, I haven't traveled very much, but but it's you know, that's going to change again. Yeah. But it's there. There's nothing. I mean, to me, I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars on formal education. But travel, you know, really gives you an education at a different level. There's, there's nothing different than, I, I mean, I remember here, here was one of the stories I was, <clears throat> I had to go between Abu Dhabi and Dubai, which is, you know, an hour and a half, two hour drive, something like that. And so I was on a bus, I, I took a bus, you know, one of those kind of luxury motor coachy kind of things, yeah. right, you know, that you pay for. 
picks you up one place, drops you off the other place in the other city. And I remember sitting next to a man who was Russian. And here we have two hours on the bus. Uh He spoke very little English. I spoke very little Russian. But somehow for two hours, we communicated. And we tried to share with each other as much as we could, you know, with hand signals and the little words and things that we knew, but to share about where we were from. And it it was just a beautiful experience. And I've had experiences like that literally all over the world, that there's just nothing like connecting with another human being. Yeah that has completely different backgrounds and just being curious and understanding what their life is like. I mean, it makes me so grateful for who I am and, 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 and where I live and what I've been able to experience, but also makes me more compassionate and understanding of people who are different than me. Right. Because I think a lot of times the people who, who are so judgmental and hateful and angry, I think so much of the time, those people, they just are afraid of anything that's different because they've, they've never experienced it and they've never kind of gone there. And, and once you do, a lot of those things kind of fall, fall away Uh and you just see the world in a completely different way. So, and that's one of the joys of getting out of your town and doing that kind of travel. So, yeah, I loved with that ending. All right. uh, Go out, travel. Or like I said, get online and travel. You can do it that way. You can too. do it that way too. There's virtual stuff you can do. Oh, absolutely. I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. So go out, have a great week, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See you.